2: This is the Rich Eisen Show.
1: From a team perspective also, um, it, it's better to have volunteers as opposed to hostages.
0: How does he come up with these? I That's what I really want to know. I
3: love know. Mike Thomas.
2: Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Is this happening? The Atlanta Braves are world champions. Today's guests. NFL Network Insider, Ian Rapoport. Rams General Manager, Les Snead. Fox NFL Analyst, Mark. Mark Sanchez, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Eric Dickerson, actor Tyrese Gibson, and now it's Rich
3: Eisen. Okay, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. I am your humble host sitting in the Los Angeles, California chair of said program. Here on NBC Sports on Peacock, NBC Sports Audio, Sirius XM, Channel 211, the Odyssey app, Coast to Coast. We're streaming live for your ear gate. We're also obviously on this Rich Eisen Show, Terrestrial Radio Network, Coast to Coast on this station smart enough to have us we're also available on our podcast every single day cumulus podcast Network all three hours our YouTube page youtube.com rich Eisen show and I've now uh, uh, hyperventilated I've lost oxygen telling you how you can follow us and taking <laughs> us into the show so Chris Brockman <laughs> I say good morning to you <laughs> sir. hey rich good What's to see up, man? you good to see you on? Jason
1: Jason Feller good to
3: see you sir hey, how are you good
1: TJ Jefferson in your spot good to see you sir you know all we need is love Rich that's the theme of the day I, all, all you need is you love. could say
3: that every yeah. single day and I appreciate you uh giving that sentiment certainly since uh, uh prior to this show uh we were thinking you know what are we gonna talk about today and then, <laughs> and, uh, and, then uh, and then everything uh everything happened literally everything happened um, in, in the last hour yeah you, you know uh-huh. um and and so um huh. <laughs> I, I I can't believe I'm saying this but I'll say it let me just get out of the way the fact that the World Series was won last night. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? I I, I I love baseball. It's near and dear to my heart. I baseball, um, I, I'm i am passing it on to my children. They're love a love of baseball. Uh, and the World Series went down last night, and that's great. And congratulations to Atlanta Braves fans waiting since 1995 uh, to, to hear the words, world champions yeah. uh, of baseball. Congratulations to them. What a remarkable season. It certainly was Freddie Freeman, fittingly catching the final out. He also hit a home run. Jorge Soler, I think, uh, put a scare in some people <laughs> sitting in an apartment party uh, across the street from Minute Maid Park. His uh, his uh, home run, his three run jack, um, left the stadium and and, and uh, the ball. Actually, there there's Jeff Passon's tweet of that. There's the baseball. Look at the dent. Uh, of that. He, he dented it. He, he he dented it. I mean, he and and so. You know, I'll get deeper into uh, the Brave season and what it means. And congratulations, Solaire is the MVP. And and, uh, I do believe uh, the mother of your child, um, who blacked out last night (laughs) and just (laughs) tweeted out about her hangover. Um, Oh, she did? She did. She did. She did. She did. did. Sarah Tiano, she's going to call in and give voice to all Braves fans. She is. Great. That'll be wonderful. We're going to do that. We've got our Gorilla Glue Toughest player on planet Earth coming up on this program. We've got Hall of Famer Eric Dickerson on this program. We've got Mark Sanchez to talk about uh all the news that's breaking uh for uh, that 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 the trade deadline that finished up yesterday uh with the major trade actually not happening yesterday but Monday with Von Miller going from the Broncos to the Rams the man who uh, engineered that deal Les need the general manager of the Los Angeles Rams sitting uh, at 7 and 1 he's going to join us on this program Ian okay. Rappaport's coming up in 17 minutes time to hit on everything we're about to hit on holy crap <laughs> Yeah, we're set is what we're saying. Yes. So, let's talk. I mean, the two headlines that are happening today, big time headlines happening today, are involve uh, Aaron Rodgers and Odell Beckham. the The latter is Odell Beckham has been excused from Browns practice today. Mm. He was planning on coming, according to Josina Anderson. He was planning on doing it. It's a team excused absence. The team's basically saying thanks but no thanks, or I have no idea. I don't want to characterize it at all. And um, all all I will say is, you know, let's figure out a way to get Odell out of there because he doesn't want to be there, and the Browns clearly, um, you know, it, it hasn't worked out, and I understand the Browns would want some value from him or for him, and that day was yesterday. They could not get the value they thought they could get for him and everybody in the league's like, why am I giving up um, a, uh, a a draft pick just so you would pick up all of his salary anyway, like you're going to have to do the minute you release him? So why am I giving up a draft pick for this guy? And so I'm assuming that's the tea leaves that I'm reading. And uh, Ian Rappaport will join us coming up um, later on in this show to, I think, say the same thing. I don't know. But teams are like, okay, you're going you're gonna to have to get rid of him, we think. And um, why am I giving up a draft choice for him? And so Odell is totally in limbo right now. It looks like he could be available to every single possible suitor. Whew. And as I mentioned yesterday, this guy can really do some damage for other teams. I don't know why he can't or hasn't done the damage for Cleveland. I'm assuming that as well. A lot of assumptions here. So um, that's the latest in Cleveland. And truly, your Green Bay, your New Orleans, because another headline today is Michael Thomas tweeted out that he's done for the year. He had ankle surgery over the summer. It looked like he would be able to come off the pup list in week seven. He didn't. Ian Rappaport, again, who is joining us shortly, he tweeted out earlier this morning that there was another new ankle injury that he was dealing with, and thus his timetable to return was uncertain. And then that certainty, uh, that uncertainty, was made certain by Michael Thomas's own Twitter account saying he's done for the year. Despite working diligently day and night to rehab and get me back on the field, unfortunately, there's been another small setback which we will have to address. To my displeasure, I will not be able to make it back in time for this season. Is what he said. Why wouldn't the Saints want to go reach out and get number 13? Why wouldn't your Patriots want number 13? Why wouldn't Green Bay want to get number 13? Why wouldn't yep. Tampa, if number 81 it might not come back sooner rather than later, get number 13? Yep. Who wants 13? Uh, I think a lot of teams would. I, I have no idea why it's not working out in Cleveland. Zero. And I was told that Odell Beckham's uh, dad did that on his own. Odell did not ask his dad to do that.
0: Hmm. Okay. That's
3: what I have learned or been told by a source close to the situation. Hmm. Look at you. Look at me. Odell? Hey, 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 I'm breaking news. Well, I will neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> um, so, we'll talk about that. And anybody out there who thinks that 13's done, I think I, I, I would be – I'll take – I'll take the, uh, I'll take the, what, am I taking the over on that? Yeah, you're just taking all bets. You're just taking all bets. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I would.
0: We need 13 back to being 13. The NFL is more fun when this guy's out there kind of dominating games.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: we need to see him in a spot where he can do that, and it's clearly not Cleveland.
3: I just named you a few of them, didn't I? You think Baltimore would take 13?
0: Uh, Yes. I would think most teams would. You know what I mean? (laughs)
3: Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is out with COVID. He's unvaccinated. I'll be very honest with you. That's sorely disappointing. Uh, I'm a per. You know, I I I love the guy. I love my conversations with him. I think he's smart. I think he's uh, uh, attuned to what he needs and what his needs are. Um, I also got COVID as a breakthrough case, and there's too many variants out there for me. And so I will just say that. I'm surprised that he's unvaccinated, especially since he called himself immunized. I guess when he was asked point blank this past summer if he was vaccinated, he said, I'm immunized. Uh, I guess he was. thought the guy was asking about measles or something. But um, Aaron Rodgers is out. And I will also say this. I hope he is okay. I should have said that first. My apologies. I'm sorry, Aaron. He's a human being on the planet and one who I really adore uh, talking to and having getting to know. And I hope he is all right, man, because I just know for myself, um, although I'm much older and definitely not nearly as great a shape as him, uh, man, I, I was a breakthrough case and I had symptoms and it sucked. It was awful. And so to not even have the vaccine in your system to help battle this, I hope he is okay. And I hope he gets back sooner rather than later. And, um, and again uh I, I i do regret not not having that out of my mouth first um and also uh michael irvin's right you you want to win you 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 know and in this in this league you got to stay healthy you got to have be available and if he was vaccinated um that uh if he was in fact vaccinated he uh would be able to potentially get some run this weekend so Just wanted to say that and also talk about the implications football wants because the team that they're taking on this week is Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, and it's Jordan Love time, huh? Yes, it is. And it's Jordan Love getting out there, and now we'll get to see what Jordan Love looks like in a big game. And I'll just front load this right off the bat. Okay, Just front load it. Here he comes. Ready? I'm ready. Don't take this cheese either. Don't take the cheese. Don't take the cheese on this one. If Jordan Love does well, then Rodgers via Condia's go. You can go. No,
0: that's that's happening.
3: I I'm I, I, I hear you.
0: And by the way, this is the perfect like football team for mm-hmm. Love to play against. What? A defense that can't stop anyone
3: except they just stopped uh Daniel Jones, didn't
0: they? Yeah, Rich. Stop it.
3: Okay. Daniel Jones couldn't be stopped by the Saints defense who stopped Aaron Rodgers, who stopped Tom Brady more often than not. The Saints defense that is really damn good. Are we transitive propertying this? I'm saying to you that this is still an NFL game and this is still an offense that, you know, obviously had Saquon against the Saints and didn't have him against the Chiefs.
0: We just saw what Mike White did with guys we can't even name. And now you. Jordan Love is going out there with Devontae Adams Don't and Alan the Lazard Don't and Aaron take... Jones.
3: And... I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm going the opposite because I know that everybody else in the league to I me. Mean, here we go because Jordan Love does well. There'll be something like what, what's going on. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, never let your understudy take the center stage and look at him. and He balls out against the Chiefs. Look out. Then I guess Aaron Rodgers is gone. Rich, the, I'm, it's, I'm, it's so I'm going funny. the opposite. I'm it's so going funny the opposite. And it's
0: so interesting the correlations between Aaron Rodgers' career and Brett Favre's. Like, the exact same thing happened. You were there. You talk about it all the time. Yes. That night Aaron Rodgers came in for yes. an injured Favre early in the game yes. and balled out against Dallas. And then what happened? From nonstop then on until Brett Favre left Green Bay, yes. all it was was like, here's this kid. He's ready to go. Why don't they push Favre out?
3: And now correct. it's happening
0: to Aaron Rodgers.
3: It's kind of wild. I think that's an interesting analogy that you threw out there because I did. I was standing there in the end zone the day that Rodgers came in for an injured Favre and we're all like, oh, this guy's like that good. Oh, wow. And
0: Maybe now we'll, it's setting up let's that see it.
3: way. Let's see it. Let's see it. Let's well, let's Monday, see it.
0: Monday we could be having let's this conversation. Let's see it.
3: Let's see it. That Aaron Rodgers is out. He is out because he has covid and uh my colleagues, my colleagues from NFL network are reporting that he is unvaccinated so even if somehow some way this was um, a false positive, he's got to be out for at least five days and that's the end of that because it's a Wednesday. this game's on a Sunday.
0: Also who else could test positive because it sure seems like connecting dots this happened at that Halloween party that they had on the I don't know. Vibe. You know,
3: I don't. I don't want to say that. I have no. Because I, I have no idea how I got it. I have no idea how I got it at all. But you're and maxed never know in Max. No, I know that. Up, no, like, I know. These right. guys clearly weren't. So, but I. All I'm saying is, I don't know how I got it, and you will never. I will never know okay. if I got it from somebody else. I could have got it from somebody in my house who never it was symptomatic, and we sure. never tested. I mean. I don't want to go there that he caught it in a certain spot because he might have been risky or whatever. I have no idea. He has no idea. We will never have any idea. You can guess. The point it, in just for the football aspect of this is, is I'm not going to take this cheese. Aaron Rodgers is still one of the greats of all time playing at the top of his game. Yeah. And we're all like, well, now we get to see what Jordan Love looks like. And if he looks pretty damn good, then then we got to get him out of here that said him being um uh, out will open that door and i won't walk through it even though the rest of everyone will at least not now let me see what he looks like sunday no seriously yeah, absolutely. let me see let me see what that looks like sunday With because me. because if he looks like the rodgers i saw on that dallas night mm-hmm. i will come in here and say okay now i kind of see what the what the packers thought of yeah and you're sitting here thinking the Chiefs' defense is totally susceptible to it, and I'm sitting here thinking the perfect team have, to play against. Again, I have seen NFL te- games and seasons totally change. I've seen it. Chris Jones showed up, Frank Clark showed up. We'll see what happens, bro.
0: I mean, that game just got so much more interesting. Well,
3: it it it, I,
0: and it already was. But let's be honest, man.
3: Let's be honest again like i said aaron Rodgers is home with COVID. this sucks i hope he is gonna get through this just like everybody else who gets it and you know um i i i wish he was vaccinated for his sake for everyone around him's sake for everyone around anybody who's around him's sake and point blank point blank it would have been much better to see 12 versus 15, MVP versus MVP, and sit back and enjoy a football game, and COVID sucks. Please get vaccinated. Eight four four two zero four. 204 rich is the number to dial here on the Rich Eisenhower. You want to say something yeah, over there, T.J.? I'm, I'll
1: wait till the after the break to come back. I'm going to formulate this thought before I jump in. Okay. Well, <laughs> just Something just
3: popped into my head. And, okay, uh, Ian Rappaport is <laughs> going to join us. I want to be as on time <laughs> for him as I possibly can. Your phone calls eight four four two zero four. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We've got Ian Rappaport. We've got Les Snead, the general manager of the Los Angeles Rams. We've also got Mark Sanchez on the program. Our Gorilla Glue toughest player on planet Earth is a Golden Domer. Jarrett Patterson, Notre Dame's offensive line, got the game ball and beating North Carolina damn near almost 300 yards, rushing and only one sack. Eric Dickerson, Pro Football Hall of Famer, on the show as well. We are full up, man. That's for sure. And with you, 844-204-RICH. Get in while the getting's good right here on the Rich Eisen Show.
0: this is
2: the Rich Eisen Show.
3: Radio outfit back here on the Rich Eisen Show. My colleague from the NFL Media Group, Ian Rappaport, joining us here on an incredibly busy Wednesday in between weeks eight and nine right here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Ian?
4: Uh, I'm good, Rich. Uh, I want to say right off the bat that um, if something happens where I need to take a phone call during the segment, mm-hmm. uh, please don't murder me like that Washington, D.C. radio host once did. I promise you it is only for news might be happening today. Okay. Um, so I apologize in advance if I get a phone call, which may or may not happen.
3: Okay. Anyway, Ian, <laughs> uh, you're you're a busy man in an incredibly busy time. So let's get right down to it. Um, I give you the floor on the Aaron Rodgers news. What do you know, and um, how do you know it best you can tell, and and yeah. what it means? Um, Go for it.
4: So I, I heard you guys talking before I got on. Um, Rodgers has not lied to the Packers or to the NFL. They have known that he's unvaccinated for the entire season. And I think a lot of people have. And Rogers, you know, sort of dancing around the question, saying he's immunized, uh, is a way of answering the question, but obviously more notable. It's a way of not answering the question, but it is not lying. He has, from what I understand, followed the protocols on, for unvaccinated players. He has followed those the entire season, which is wearing a mask inside. And he has been spotted at press conferences, not wearing a mask. There have been other press conferences where he has been had a mask around his neck. So I don't know what the difference between one press conference or another is. Maybe there is a press conference setting that's outside, or I don't, I'm not there, but I know that he has followed protocols for unvaccinated players, uh, through most of the season. Uh, the NFL has known this anyway. And, and you know, this is something that I came across a couple weeks ago. Um, and this is all sort of coming out today. So that is what I know. He tested positive. He is out on Sunday. Jordan Love, assuming he also doesn't test positive, he doesn't start on Sunday. Mm. Rodgers is out at least until Saturday of next week. So he could play next week, but he's not going to play this week.
3: Okay. So um, so it's possible that – do you know if Love's vaccinated? Because, you know, being a close contact, I imagine being in a, in a quarterback room, I mean, wh- where, where would that stand? Right now, I you know?
4: I do not know for sure, but I believe if he was unvaccinated, we would know it by now.
3: Right, that then because he'd be a close con uh, unless they unless be a high
4: risk close. I con don't know. Close. I mean, unless and, Rogers
3: wasn't around the facility and they weren't around each other. I mean, there's just an insane amount of speculation. Well, and,
4: and remember, Kurt Bankert, who I mean, I know you guys are following the Kurt Bankert situation very closely. <laughs> right. um, he tested positive for COVID yeah, yesterday. So I believe that is where this came from. I mean, who really knows? But right. two quarterbacks have tested positive for Packers. One just oh happens gosh. to be Aaron Rodgers.
3: One happens, no, to be you Aaron Rodgers. know,
4: with all due respect to Kurt Benker.
3: Yeah, right. One happens to be Aaron Rodgers. Okay, so um, so what's what's the upshot here? I mean, he, he, are, the point is of, of him being unvaccinated is what then? You know, like as if you're test positive for COVID you could still be back there if you're vaccinated, if you, get, un, if you yeah. get two tests that are negative somehow between one time and another, right? Is that what it is? Right.
4: I mean, that's the thing. Like if, you know, and I know there's certainly a debate about all of this, you know, for, you know, for Aaron Rodgers, like and people, I think you know, some fans will be upset about us talking about his personal choices. When it involves your football team, it is not personal. When it affects your teammates, when it negatively affects your teammates, And your fans and your friends is not personal. It is a team decision of Aaron Rodgers to not get vaccinated. So he has, and this is not, and this is literally a fact, this is not a criticism. He has hurt the team by not being vaccinated. That is a fact. If he was vaccinated, there'd be a chance he'd be able to play on Sunday.
3: Ian Rappaport here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's get to the uh, other news of the day. Odell Beckham is not at practice for the Cleveland Browns. A team excused absence? What is going on with Odell and the Browns, Ian?
4: Um, I I don't know. All I know is that he was listed as a non-injury reason to practice. Why the absence is, I do not know. I mean, I know some things, but... I'm, i cannot confirm that it was excused by the team or what led to it or anything what i do know is that he is not there right now for reasons not involving the ac joint sprain that he has in the shoulder
3: so what is the obviously w- what's the latest i mean was what why wasn't he traded and and what what happens now do you think
4: you know he wasn't traded because it's hard to trade for really expensive players who are not playing well i mean if you think about it the only really expensive player who was traded was von Miller, and he was traded because the Bron- uh, the Broncos paid most of his salary and took a second and third round pick for it. You know, like, that's 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 why he was traded. I mean, guys who are not playing well and who are very expensive didn't get traded this year because everyone's tied against the cap, and that's that. I mean, I know, you know, I mean, I guess the Saints looked into it, but they couldn't have looked into it for that long because I don't know how that would work money-wise. So, and I don't think the Browns were going to eat money. So, it's not a good situation, Um, and I don't know how it's going to end either. I mean, what's Odell Beckham's future like in Cleveland? It's not like the offense has been making good use of him already. Right. So, like, what's
3: the point? Right. That's and that is the point. So, what what about his relationship with Baker? Uh, Apparently, they were playing video games on Jarvis Landry's feed last night. Right. So.
4: I don't think they have a bad relationship. I really don't. And I know this sounds stupid, but I really don't. I just think they don't have a good football relationship. You know, like, you can be friends with someone and just not mesh well on the field. You can be friends with someone and just not be in sync. You know, like, it almost has nothing. Everybody likes Odell, you know. Uh I, I, I just think it's more they have not been able to connect football-wise, and we've seen a lot of evidence to show that. It is not a small sample size anymore.
3: So is it possible they can just release him? Or, or you know, in, in the NBA, this this would lead to, you know, uh, just a, a contract being, what, um, bought out. <laughs> and um, what if Odell helps buy himself out, right? What if Odell just tells the Browns, well, let, Let's come up with some sort of financial settlement where you don't pay me. I
4: mean, if he's going to give up up money, I'm sure they would be open to it. But, you know, Odell, I I would be surprised if Odell would give up money. Nobody should give up money. So, I mean, how is it going to end? I don't know, but my guess is it's not going to end with him dancing in the end zone after catching a touchdown pass from Baker Mayfield, but we
3: will see. Ian Rappaport here on the Rich Eisen Show, um, because I think he would be – even he, if he showed up on a bunch of other teams, I think we'd find out that he still has some gas left in the tank for sure. Um, what are the Saints going to do? I do. Absolutely, I think that. Yeah. You don't?
4: I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure this out. And I say this as someone who has always been a fan of Odell, just like as a well, as a person, but as a player mostly. Um, I I mean, look, we see this all the time when, you know, fans will be clamoring for some players on the sidelines. Why won't they play this guy? Why won't they play this guy? Then you see the guy get in and you're like, oh, I see why they haven't played him.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, I'm sure Baker Mayfield would want to throw to a very good player who gets open and will score a touchdown. The fact that he's not isn't personal to me. It just means it might not be those things.
3: Ian Rappaport here on the Rich Eisen show. I I, I was so stunned yesterday um, with the news that you were tweeting out about Deshaun Watson, not the fact that they couldn't strike a deal, Deshaun Watson and the Texans and the Dolphins together, but the fact that the owner of the Dolphins Stephen Ross finally got permission to speak to Deshaun Watson only the night before. How did it take that long for two teams that have been dancing around each other with the subject matter that is so obvious that the risk of acquiring him needed to be removed for everybody to get what they wanted, Deshaun and Miami, and, and Deshaun putting himself in Miami, the Texans getting him off their roster and getting dollar for dollar, not cents on the dollar. How did, how did it take that long for Stephen Ross to sit down with Deshaun Watson?
4: Well, because because this thing had, a, had a, a deadline and a life of its own, and it happens when it happens. And I know that's a bad answer, but... This thing had tops and turns and false starts. And, I mean, think about how many times people have reported a deal was going to happen and then it didn't end up happening. It needed to be close enough and real enough for the owner to get permission to sit down with them. So I think that's what it was. It took that long for the two sides to say, you know what, now this actually may happen. Now you can do it. And it came the night before. They still could have done it certainly could have done it. But from what I understand, the most, sort of the biggest reason that um, Deshaun Watson did not end up as a Miami Dolphin today is because he has not settled his cases yet. And Watson has maintained his innocence, and he has not settled his cases, and that is why he is, from what I understand, not a member of the Dolphins.
3: Well, I mean... (laughs) So um, maybe, I guess, they're also holding off Stephen Ross because of what a problem it might create uh, with Tua, even though it's obvious that they were trying to get Watson for weeks and months, and the coach and Brian yeah. Flores says that is our guy, and now he meets with him, and it still doesn't happen. So now what? You know? That's a tough one to put now, back in the bottle. So,
4: yeah, kind of. I kind of go back. I mean, I... I you're obviously not wrong, but I I just personally, I kind of go back and forth on that because like isn't life just like all of us waiting to be replaced by somebody (laughs) who's better than us, right? Oh my god,
0: don't
3: go dude, 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 do you need a hug? Do you need a hug, Ian? I mean, wow, you just went like full Kyle Shanahan, we may all be dead Sunday, what does it matter about the Sean Watson anyway?
4: Seriously, it's true, Like, right? I mean like for all of us, it's like we all are amazing at our jobs and life is so good unless they find somebody better, in which case that person will be doing it. That's what life is like, right? Like, so I think, I don't get the sense, honestly, I don't think Tua really cares that much. I think he's really fine. Actually, I know it sounds crazy, but I think he's really fine. That's just the reality of life. Like, and I don't even know that it's a Tua issue. Like, I don't think the Dobbins I got Tua sucks and so we're going to go get Watson. I think it's like, oh, my God, we might actually be able to get to Sean Watson. Let's look into this. Like, I, it's just, I mean, we're all replaceable if there's someone else better. It's just the reality. I don't
3: know. That's, no, and I, and I know that you could say that is life in the big city. But when you're already, you know, uh, in for such a huge draft choice for for your quarterback and your draft choice in next year's draft, your top draft choice in next year's draft belongs to somebody else, uh, this yeah. one will be tough to, be, to, to fix unless you just say screw it by next March – next new league year boy will we be all the way in on on watson then when you hope that things will be a little bit more rectified and it winds up in a way that oh by the way watson is a viable citizen not just a football player um so that's one way to do it but what would the market be now that the can has officially been kicked down the road what about that leverage that the Texans may have, the Dolphins may have anyway, regardless of how many teams are interested because Watson only wants to go to Miami or was that just for now? What can you tell me about that part of the equation that we're going to eventually land on next new league year? Ian, I think
4: the market's going to be stronger. Like that's, that's always been like, I'm not going to say they almost had a deal, but they could have had a deal yesterday. And there were definitely times when I thought a deal was getting done. Um, the fact that it didn't, it didn't. But it's always struck me that it actually benefited the Texans by waiting. Like, it really did. Like, they – because, you know, like, the Panthers would have been in it. And they probably will be in it this offseason. The Dolphins, I would assume, are still going to be in it this off season. But think about how many teams are going to need quarterbacks. Like, there's – I mean, I could go right down the list, and I'll just say, like, I do not know I'm, – I'm not – this is not news here, but I have no idea if the Falcons how committed they are to Matt Ryan, whether they'd be interested in all that. But that's where Deshaun is from. They do have a quarterback that's aging. Like, would they be interesting to him? Like, there's going to be some real teams that are interested. So I think the market's actually going
3: to be better. Right, uh, unless he is just so focused on Miami, he creates the market himself. He, you know, I mean, that's 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 right. part of this whole Rubik's cube that. Right. Uh, that that still hasn't been solved, you know, um, and then of course there's a possibility that Aaron Rodgers is out there for some teams too. I mean, that's you know, I what mean, makes Aaron
4: Rodgers, Russell Wilson. Like, there's you know, we could go all the way down the list.
3: Wow, you know, what are you hearing? Last one for you. What are you hearing that Sean Payton's doing with his quarterback spot? Is it going to be Simeon? What do you what do you think he's going to wind up with uh, on that front?
4: Ian, um, my my sense not a source telling me, but just my sense from the situation is that it's going to be Simeon. Um, I think that's the guy that Sean Payton likes. I also don't know if uh, Taysom Hill is going to practice today. I'd like to find that out first because um, he is still recovering from a concussion, and if he doesn't practice today, I would certainly mean that was Simeon. But um, I just know how much Sean Payton likes Trevor Simeon. Sean Payton really likes Someone who would just do what he tells them to do, uh, which, as do I, by the way, it's just harder to find in my house. Um, and so I think he likes Trevor Simeon because he does everything Sean tells him to do, and he actually played really well the other day.
3: And Michael Thomas, you're you you were first today um, to say that there was something up other than just his surgically repaired ankle, and then a boom, out comes a um, a tweet from a statement from Thomas that he's done for the year, Ian. That stinks as well. Yeah.
4: And I have to say, like, I had the news this morning and I thought he was done for the season, but I couldn't quite say it because I just didn't have enough proof. So I said what I knew, which is that it's not good. And he's out indefinitely. And his return is unclear. And then Michael Thomas decided to trump me with his own news. Right. Um, So, you know, I'm not the Saints are going to be okay, but, you know, losing one of the best players in the NFL and not having him come back is
3: not great okay well i mean uh, i don't mean to press my luck because we have gone through this entire conversation with you uh, having to jump to go get the call that you you were you were saying you might get saquon barkley's got covid now did that literally just happen uh, Ian?
4: yeah uh i was tweeting that as i was pretending to listen to your first answer
3: thank
0: you
4: um yeah um so yeah he tested positive based on the first test so he is not at practice one of the players who is now going through retesting to see if he still test positive based on the retest. If He is vaccinated, mm-hmm. um, unlike a certain long-haired quarterback. So um, there is a possibility that he plays on Sunday if his ankle is healthy enough to do it, which we don't know.
3: Right, so two negative tests within 24 hours because he is vaccinated with no symptoms right. means that he could get on the field against the Las Vegas Raiders. Correct. Correct. And if he was unvaccinated, that means it doesn't matter. You're you're finished for the rest of the it week.
4: Right, but he was vaccinated.
3: Okay. Anything else? Did I miss anything? You're are you, so you're good. You're fine. You're good because I mean you know we're all replaceable. Um, yeah. All that business. People aren't like? listening to you in your that house. I mean, I heard that <laughs> one. Life, man. Okay. Yeah. That's.
4: am well, nice. I'm I, I'm, a, I'm I am in peace with my life.
3: Okay. <laughs> Very good. All right, Ian. Thanks for the call. Greatly appreciate it. You're the best. Thanks, brother. Go no problem. Talk at to you. Nancy and Rapport at Rap Sheet.
1: Right there. I mean, Rich, did you hear that he wasn't happy about something? I don't I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it is
3: life in the big city in the NFL. I mean, ask Josh Rosen. The big city can can hit you any single time. Right. You're drafted one one minute you're drafted and you're saying that you're going to you're going to remember all nine teams that didn't draft you. And then the team that drafted you is the one that you're going to be remembering the most because they drafted somebody else the next year year, after blowing out the coach that did draft you and clearly didn't have a much of a great plan for you. And that's life in the big city. It stinks. Mm. And Josh Rosen still kind of reeling from all that, trying to find a spot that wants him and he's going to have a place.
1: He's still in Atlanta, though, right? He is. Yeah. Okay. He's their third quarterback. He's, so yeah. looked like he might come in when uh, Matt Ryan had his finger cut on oh, Sunday. Yes. He was yeah. Right. Gush and blood, and yeah. there was Rosen. I was like, oh, is, there he is. He's going to get in. Correct. And maybe that'll be his spot. Arthur Smith maybe might
3: be the guy who is his guy. When it's all said and done, that is life in the big city. And Tua's got to be a big boy, and he's going to have to be the guy to basically say, yeah, we're all replaceable. But guess what? Because you helped Jalen Hurts learn that, right? Uh, So that's life in the big football city, collegiately or any level. But that said, like, you know, if I learned, like, if Ian Ian said what he said, Mm -hmm. that we're all replaceable, somebody better than you, we're all great at our jobs, all that sort of (laughs) stuff. If I found out that NFL Network was meeting with somebody to take my job, And, yeah, the terms weren't just good enough for us. We weren't comfortable doing it because the terms weren't really comfortable with us. But we love you. Go out there and host. I'd be like, what the hell? And anybody else would do that, too. Anybody else would do that, too. Anybody else that's not thinking that is lying and just, like, grow up. You're playing a grown man's game. It's still – especially if that boss of mine, you know, the person that's in between that boss and me – is having press conferences telling everybody that I'm your, uh, he's our host. And then I'd have to go out and host on Sunday. I'd still be professional about it, but every now and then I'd be like, yeah, that sucked. That kind of sucked. And then I'd have to go to everybody, you know, uh, in the studio and everybody saying, you know, hey, I I got this segment. Oh, do you?
1: (laughs) You do, huh? Oh, yeah? I love you, but you do? Oh, okay, you got it? Oh, do you? I cool. <laughs> Honestly. I'm going to sit over here. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to equate it to real life. What if I did that to you guys?
0: I mean, it wouldn't be great.
1: Well, Rich, you, you know, that kind of did happen to me once around, not by uh-uh. you. So I kind of know that feeling. But you didn't do it. I'm just saying. So I understand. What about? You know, my, my previous employment to here, I had that where someone kind of. Thought someone else could do the job better than me. Right. Yes. And you're here for a good, for a reason. Yes, I understand Right. And you should,
3: I'm just glad you don't know what I did last night oh. <laughs> you, know, you see what I mean? Like, that, that sucks.
0: Wait, you a minute, have a secret wait. meeting
1: with
3: Deshaun Watson?
1: No. Oh. Wait, you got another Grand Maester? Oh, no, somebody, somebody who knows TikTok. Oh, jeez. Oh. His 13 year old son. Speaking of TikTok, Look, I, speaking know, t- no, TikTok, TikTok is honestly in the same way that two is accuracy is his blind spot, TikTok's yours, man. <laughs> I don't understand it. But someone in this room <laughs> made his a contest last night. I'll just say that. Oh, that's right.
3: <laughs> well, it was a big party in the uh, Brockman-Tiana household last night. <laughs> it sure was. Let's take a break, and we will talk to a diehard Braves fan that we know. And you as well, 844-204-RICH being a number to dial. Les need the general manager of the Rams, top of the next hour. Mark Sanchez after him. What Jordan Love is going to be doing to prepare right now. Staying at home and quarantining. That's the first start.
0: This is the Rich Eisen
2: Show.
3: We love her, but not nearly as much as Chris Brockman oh, does. Man, I'm so happy. They have a child together. She is one of the more talented comedians anywhere on planet Earth. And I could not be more happy for her. Mm. Because her Atlanta Braves, who affect her mood perhaps more than any other team. Have you seen it? It's a front row the, seat. The nerves yeah. started like around noon yesterday. Her Actually. Atlanta Braves came up with the W. I sent her a text. Congratulations. Her response is that she has not cried she didn't cry as much when uh, your child was born. That's what she said to I, me too. Okay, like, what? Sarah Tiana <laughs> here on the Rich Eisen show, uh, basking in the glow of her Braves winning the World Series last night. Congratulations, Sarah! Congrats! <laughs>
2: <laughs> shirt on, shirt on.
3: <laughs> very good. Very Congratulations. Very, that is thank so- you.
2: Very excited. Very excited. Yes, I definitely cried less when Cage was born, but that's because it was planned. The World Series was not planned. That's true. Uh, winning was not planned, and even though we were up by seven, you know, we were up by a touchdown. Not enough as an Atlanta sports fan to feel safe. So,
3: but it, very it, proud. And it is such yeah. an amazing run, too, right, that that the uh, NLCS MVP is Eddie Rosario, who you get, mm-hmm. um, who, who your team gets, in the trade deadline even though he's hurt right yep. and then yep. and then the mvp of the world series is another guy that you got but he was unavailable due to covid at the outset of the playoffs and Soler wins it and freed shuts it down even though he couldn't previously it's kind of like all perfect freeman with the last out it's all mm-hmm. perfect right i mean it's yeah. incredible
2: it's it definitely feels like the spirit of Hank Aaron has been with us this whole time. You know what I mean? Because like, you know, losing him this year was uh, was a really difficult blow. And like, we talk about Acuna going down, and we talk about like, you know, not having Soroka, and like all these players that we lost. And we don't talk enough about losing Hank Aaron and how valuable he was to the team, and for us to you know, win our division, and then beat Milwaukee, which is his former team, and then go past the Dodgers, who he very much disliked, and then to get to play against his best friend in the World Series in Dusty Baker its Mm -hmm. just kind of like the most beautiful story, in my opinion, of like why this team was so special.
3: That is a neat way to put it, no doubt about it, and the point is too, is they they won it all, and maybe the best player in baseball in Acuna Jr. is sitting at home, icing himself up. I mean, that's incredible. Well, that's why yeah.
2: so. he was there <laughs> right. to help us celebrate. Right. And, uh, I'm sure he's, you know, not wearing any of Jock's pearls. He's wearing <laughs> all the chains that he normally wears mm-hmm. just like the rest of our team. And it's, uh, you know, he definitely got us halfway there. He's still an instrumental part of that team. And, and I think, yeah, so Lair won MVP, but that's only because they could give it, could only give it to one person. But I think our bullpen is the true MVP of this series. Like, for them to just come out and pitch lights out, and then for Charlie Morton to throw, you know, four batters out, <laughs> throw four strikeouts on a broken leg, and, you know, for Max Freed to come come back with his best friends in the crowd, like, you know, Lucas Giolito and Jack Clarity are both sitting in those in the crowd in houston it just felt like it felt like our night it felt like our night
3: well and uh i know you don't want to talk about this stuff but i'll do it anyway um <laughs> uh no i'm and and um as brockman will tell you uh winning uh is contagious in a town and a region it happened for his masshole friends and himself your shirtless <laughs> masshole, by the way that's an avatar for my new <laughs> my new <laughs> fantasy team fantasy shirtless, name, mass shirtless mass, mass hole, hole. <laughs> uh who you live with and have a child with um. Mm-hmm. So Georgia's one. I mean, could this be like the greatest run uh, for you? <laughs> so,
2: I mean, no uh, comment. Come on now. Uh, no come on now.
3: It's contagious. Yes. These things happen, as yes. you know. Look at Tampa. These things happen. What do you think?
2: Yeah. Come on. Now. I mean, I think I think the Hawks have a good shot. I think the Bulldogs have a great shot. This is definitely the best defensive team we've had in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, N-Kobe Dean is, I think the leader of that defense, and he is lights out. And he, you know, in my opinion, could also be up for a Heisman as, as much as Jordan Davis is on the other side. So this is definitely like a team, you know, that's preventing the SEC from scoring, which they normally do so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is a big key. That's how you actually can can beat the SEC, just prevent them from scoring. That's- and so we we have two quarterbacks. And honestly, I don't think it matters which one is throwing because we know we can score. We have a great offense that's keeping the other teams from scoring, and that's what we're doing. So that- I definitely – they're going to make the playoffs. Oh, yeah. It just depends on what our draw is. Yeah. I definitely think we can be Elevate- – we can be anybody. It just depends on if we believe – we can beat
3: anybody. Okay, and so now, uh, and I know you're 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 also probably a little superstitious. Does this mean Brockman has to be shirtless for every uh, <laughs> big game now, or is that the way this works? I guess he
2: was just not wearing a shirt because he doesn't have a brave shirt. Uh, so I'm assuming that's why he was is shirtless. That, uh, Chris he, is, that, he is definitely a... goes shirtless way too often. I think you know he's
0: always shirtless <laughs> way too in
2: often in the backyard.
3: Confirm or deny, <laughs> Chris? You want to confirm or deny? I do not own a brave shirt. <laughs> It's confirmed. Uh, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful run here, Sarah. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it.
2: I hope so. I love how much, uh, the, you know, the Falcons have, have supported the Braves. You know, Trey Young was at the game on Sunday night. So, it, you know, for the mm-hmm. Hawks, it's, it's great. We have all this community support. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it's very loud in that town. And, and there's a lot of support around this team. And it's made up of, of guys from all over the world as well as, like, local guys. So it's a really cool team. Right. I'm really, really excited. Uh,
3: Cage's first haircut, World Series, and top-ranked <laughs> Bulldogs team. I think it's your son. Oh, I it's think real. it's him. I think it's oh, for him. Sure. I think it's him.
2: It's definitely him. him. He's, okay. our good, he's our good luck charm. We're going to keep him. I think we're going to keep him.
3: He's a keeper. <laughs> he's a keeper. Look at that boy with his first haircut we're showing him right now. Fantastic. <laughs> Congratulations, Sarah. Congratulations, Thank Sarah. You. Lots of Gatorade. Lots job. of get right today. Yeah, lots of <laughs> get ready. Yeah. Media light. There yeah. you go. There you go. <laughs> you get, yeah. you Regular Coca Cola.
2: That's what I'm drinking. Regular Coca Cola. Just that's like a hangover here.
3: Just like a good Georgia girl.
1: Well done, s- <laughs> Sarah. Well, I well think done. like yeah. the. I feel like the World Series meant more than Cage being born because she's known the Braves longer than she's known Cage. Yeah, very oh, yeah. good.
3: Congratulations, Sarah. You take care. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Sarah you Tiana. Go. Everybody. Les Snead, general manager of the Rams. He's got championship on his mind too. He's coming up next. An hour or two.